0: So <laughs> I say
1: caramelized onions What about my bell pepper? <laughs> oh, I mean it wasn't the nicest trifle, but you know, you have to you have to try new things. Onions, onions. Oh, onion, onion, unwi. Oh, which is the feeling about the unwi? The feeling this podcast will give you, boys and girls. Welcome to um, what the hell is this again? An existential crisis. That's it. Yes, big damn cast. Episode something. Episode two two six five. We don't know. It's hot as fuck. We have no (laughs) idea what's happening. It's really really warm. Um, my name is Chris. we don't have air conditioning as standard in the UK, so Americans don't be confused as to why we're complaining so much, Johnson.
0: Uh, my name is uh, Matthew. Did you enjoy Freedom Day, Watson?
1: <laughs> oh fuck! And um, yeah, it's it, it's it's uh, a it's a freakish sort of weekend. They said of sort of record high heat here in the UK. Freakend. And we are now on Tuesday night of that weekend, so great work. I am dying for the rain at this point. I would love some rain. I set fire <laughs> to the rain. You probably
0: could, actually.
1: <laughs> in this, Just Chuck a match-up into it. And in, in this heat. In this quit. So we're going to keep this one short and sweet, because for health and safety reasons more than anything, we are two... Loud, large men in a small room with one tiny fan and two cans of pop.
0: Listen, I've we already might die. I've already spent ten hours working in a tiny cubicle in a in a poorly ventilated space today, so Well at least they have fans. At least we sent him to space. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh which company does Matt work for? Answers on a postcard. Um there's a few now, that's the thing, isn't it? There's a well, few companies run by very, uh, very wealthy people uh, that are going to space. Formerly run, actually.
0: Narrows it down. <laughs> Bald twat in a cowboy hat stepped down as CEO a couple weeks back. <laughs> Bald twat in a cowboy hat.
1: Fucking You're hell. Gotta have a
0: cowboy hat to go to space.
1: It it says so much though, doesn't it, that the the world's reaction to all of that is just right and. In the words. <laughs> Of the Prophet Zippy. (laughs) Oh, Jeffrey! (laughs) Did he proclaim that while sort of holding his fingers near his mouth as though he's holding a cigar? Yeah.
0: Oh, there for some reason I talk like this. Ah, oh, Jeffrey. Oh, Jeffrey, why got the
1: sprays? Because it looks like it to be a good afternoon. <laughs> um, a lot of our listeners right now, are like I have no idea what the reference is, like what those voices are. Good, read a book. Good in the past. <laughs> Go to the past and read, read a book. Read past book. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about pop culture news, but this week, mostly, we're going to dive into the Loki finale and what it means. There will be spoilers. Brace yourself for it. If you're looking for a more news-heavy episode, come back next week, you impatient bastards. San Diego Comic-Con at home will have happened. There will have plenty to talk about. Oh, shit. Yeah, it'll be our... It'll be I wonder if it'll be a slightly less minimal SDCC catch-up than last year. Well, I or think it'll be Marvel and DC
0: have both said they're not really bothering.
1: Yep, Fandom is... Uh, I think I think WB are announcing some DC-based TV project stuff.
0: Oh, more DC TV projects.
1: Yeah, but, like, that's it. They're saving the rest for Fandom in October. Uh, Marvel have sort of gone... <laughs> uh, Disney have said... It might be D twenty three. I don't know. Maybe so. It could be at New York Comic Con in October. Maybe that we hear from them when it's more likely there'll be people there and they can go back to the old school style of spectacle and announcements. I won't be surprised if Marvel Studios put out like a new trailer for something over Comic Con weekend and just put it out there while it, while all eyes are on. Yeah, pop I mean, what stuff. would the
0: what would they put out? Because the full trailer for Eternals. Well, the first proper trailer for Eternals is out there. Um. Uh, Shang-Chi's out there
1: I mean there's two things they could one is Hawkeye which is rumoured to be getting a before the end of year air date on Disney Plus that would make sense and after Black Widow yeah. there's now a reason to sort of make, would, uh, remind would, everyone about yeah, that show that would make like, sense hey remember that, remember that dangling thread here's the ball of string
0: remember that dangling thread that she could, uh, no no <laughs> yeah. um, and
1: the other one of course would be Spider-Man No Way Home which oh yeah, they, of course. They really are. Like the only that's people. That's October, isn't it? Uh, December. December. It, 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 oh, it's, uh, okay. Yeah, we get uh, we get October off. Shang Chi September, then Eternals November, and then Spider Man December.
0: Fuck. Yes, yeah, twenty
1: eighteen all over again.
0: It's mad. Must <laughs> be fair, like. Or twenty nineteen. At, <laughs> at least one of those was supposed to be out last year. True. True. Um, so, Comic Con at
1: home predictions so far. I don't know, I just want to see the Chucky trailer. They put out a a little teaser this week, uh, just a few 20 second kind of glimpse at what we're in store for. The trailer. Uh, uh, Ah, what you did there, I don't understand it, Um, (laughs) (laughs) but I liked it in a way. Uh, For those who've not seen it, aka Matt, I'll show you a little preview, it's like 20 seconds long. It's... Uh, oh, it's, it's a loading a... 20 seconds. It's
0: ginger hair.
1: This is glorious. Oh. Great, it's not loading. It's not good loading. Good work. Good work, Chucky is real, or my internet, whichever's failed us. It's a Chucky.
0: It's it's a Chucky.
1: It's a big old Chuck. It's a Chuck. Oh, here we go. Right, so there he is. Oh, cheeky little good guy. USA and Sci-Fi present. Oh, look at his... He's got big hair, big boy hair. I've
0: got big boy hair. Oh. His name is Chuck, and he came here to fuck you up.
1: And you don't fuck with the Chuck. That's you the don't key fuck thing.
0: With the Chuck.
1: Um. He also put out this beautiful promo image of himself. Yeah, uh, it's quite good. That on all of his social. But I'm saying this, like people are like, what are you talking about? He did it. The Chucky accounts that have been like quiet since cult came yeah. out all reactivated this week. Which um, accounts. In action, the animatronic looks really nice. The promo image is probably the best he's ever fucking looked. Yeah. Like
0: if this is TV budget Chucky,
1: keep the franchise not, on TV. He's not
0: quite full on pig face, but he's got that little wrinkle.
1: He's sort of it's like a lovely marriage of that weird the weird bloated face one of the recent two. Yeah. And Child's Play 2's little snarl. He yeah. sort of sat in between. And I am um, I for one Welcome, our
0: new uh, I, I Charles Lee Ray overlords. I can't wait to see him go full-on snarly pig face.
1: Yes. Well, we sort of get a little glimpse of him, like, you know, g- 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 uh, screaming a bit in that teaser. Yeah. But he looks very kind of Charles Play 1, Charles Play 2, natural. Like, rah, wrinkly mouth and dreams. Um, if, if you're wondering why there's a shitload of brand new photos lately of Jennifer Tilly with short blonde hair, like posing with a Cadillac and stuff, I that's because why. she's just openly being like we're shooting right now and it's like someone's shooting something i'll tell you that Look at these pictures
0: <laughs> you had to wait till i was taking a drink to say that didn't you, you
1: yes i did yes you
0: bastard I,
1: I if i look anywhere near as good as that when i'm in my 60s i will be a very proud she's in the individual she's in her 60s fuck off yeah. jennifer tilly is uh, an unaging specimen I think part of that is being an actor for 20 years and then buggering off and being a professional poker player for like 10 years Not and then coming back it. to acting. Just sort of your poker face is so good <laughs> that you your face looks unmoved You can't move. Let's so have a little gander. Yeah, Jennifer Tilly is 62. 62 and still absolutely got it. Just like hello madam. Good day to ye. How are you doing? Um let's see if I can get the Tiffany pictures up. From the recent, yeah. I, I saw I saw
0: a couple of them floating around the internet.
1: She, she's just—it's like it's—it's it's the biggest tease ever, especially considering we don't know that much about what's going on in the show. Do you know what I mean? We oh, don't really yeah. know too much about it, um, other than it will follow the events of Cult of Chucky. Returning cast members include uh, Fiona Durif... Uh, Alex Vincent, I'm trying to remember her name now. Christine something, the lady who plays Kyle in number two, who we saw, oh, yeah. who we last saw in the post credit scene of Cult of Chucky. Um, rocking, <laughs> up, rocking up to babysit the original Chucky's severed head. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, which I hope makes an appearance because that prop is fucking amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and in a recurring role, Jennifer Tilly as Tiffany Valentine slash Jennifer Tilly. So. Um, <laughs> I love
0: that they've just gone full on bonkers with it. Well, that's the thing. Like
1: in the Chucky universe, has Jennifer Tilly, the actor, stopped acting, or is she still acting but is secretly T- Tiffany and no one knows? I think she
0: stopped acting. Yeah, because to be fair, Jennifer Tilly's not doing much that isn't Chucky.
1: Yeah, I have a feeling there's going to be no no explanation about what's going on with her in the show. Aside from there'll be one throwaway line where someone says like she kind of looks like Jennifer Tilly and that'll be it like yeah. be, there's your continuity folks moving on she's Tilly she's Tiffany now she Let Tilly be Tiffany Tiff- Tiffany Tilly yeah she left her she left her uh, her pet uh, slash uh, um, uh, uh, what the hell do you call it souvenir Tiffany uh, uh, doll that she keeps and runs an Instagram account for and everything uh, uh, at home in L A apparently. Uh, making me think that's a curveball and that there's a new they've designed a new one because this team obviously have perfected yes chucky so why would they not design a tiffany to go along with him um i'm really excited about it that's but kind of the only thing i'm fussed now here's the thing no official announcement cites billy boyd as being involved in it and yet and yet. imdb wikipedia and a few interviews with Don Mancini around the time of the TV show's development post-Cult of Chucky suggest that Glenn slash Glenda is a big part of the series. So I'm wondering whether wait, wait, or wait.
0: not... After the, at the end of Seed, isn't Glenn in a human body?
1: Two twins. Uh, it two, obviously, it's a Yeah, twins. Glenn is in the young male body. Uh, Glenda is in a young female body. And that's the last we saw them. Um, yes. The last so maybe mention of them, maybe really. Got grown
0: up. The, the last mention not.
1: of them is in *Curse*, when he says a lot of families have come and gone over the years, and he says the Barclays, the Kincaids, the Tillies. So, like, that's that's your reference. Uh, okay. Um, we don't know what that means, but our series is the stars of our series. For those who don't know, like, how are they doing it as a show? Um, it's about a child's play, a vintage child's play doll is bought at a yard sale in a small town. And suddenly, uh, the, pro, the, pro, the promo paragraph is something like, everyone's, uh, secrets and deceptions are revealed, uh, as a series of killings begins in the small town. So it's like, okay, so it's going to be a horrid shit that people have done is about to come to the surface. Love it. With the framework being it starts once this doll arrives in town. Um... But our lead performers are a group of four teenage cast members. Love it! They're the leads of the show. Uh, I don't know if any of them are twins, but I will not be surprised if one of them is playing two characters, maybe. If any of the actors are sort of, uh, you know, arguably androgynous enough that you could get away with that, it's entirely possible. I love it! As long as Billy Boyd's voice shows up at some point. Have you been listening to the podcast that he does with Dominic Monaghan? Uh,
0: I've, I've, I'm a couple behind, but yeah.
1: The Friendship Onion. It's
0: lovely. It's great. It's I, just I, lovely. I,
1: I wish that it was a legal requirement for podcasts that use the hosts to read out the ads for there to be like a, a sound effect that signals the ad is about to happen. Because yeah. several times I'm like, this story's great. Why are they telling me about um, a VPN? Oh, shit. It's the sponsorship. It's an ad.
0: They just slip them in there. You can watch the video version on YouTube where it's a bit more obvious. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, I didn't know there was a video version. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. um, I'll have to get on that. Uh, right. Uh, fucking Comic-Con at home. Yay. Yeah, Woo. Huzzah. Kaluukale. Um What we're really here to talk about, everyone... Yes. ...is Sprint. <laughs> uh, uh, this week's episode Nord is sponsored VBA. by... Um... <laughs> this week's episode is sponsored by my face... If you want to avoid spoilers for Loki, episode 6, the season 1, emphasis on season
0: 1 finale. If you want to avoid spoilers for Loki in general, because we're going to have to talk about the whole season. But then, yeah. how have you got this far without... Yeah. yeah. We're going to spoil Loki Feck off from this point on. Not, if you're worried about so it. So go watch the finale before you hmm. carry on listening. Uh,
1: in the short spoiler-free summary, just in case people still haven't found the off switch... Uh, we have not talked to each other about what we thought of it yet. We've kind of kept it shtum since uh, last Wednesday. Uh, I'm kind of glad of that because based on the internet's reaction to this last episode, this could go either way. So, on the count of three, (laughs) uh, how many Kangs out of Kang did you rate this finale? One, two, three. Kangs. Kangs. Yeah, definitely Kangs. Um, Or, or, Or technically, Immortuses. Or... Even more pedantically, He Who Remains. Yes. Uh, borrowing super heavily from Immortus. Because <laughs> yes. He Who Remains is not Kang in the comics. He who Remains is a TVA member who it seems is stuck in a perpetual cycle where they created the TVA I, and are the last to stick around.
0: I love that they are now <laughs> confident enough in their IP yeah. to introduce a character through iconography And the knowledge of casting alone. Hmm. Do you know? uh, So Uh, it's so ballsy. My
1: favorite, my favorite moment as a viewer was them stepping into that hallway and what was revealed to be an elevator door opening to reveal Jonathan Majors laughing at them about how like brilliant and amazing this is, knowing that we are all also doing the same thing. Yeah, that that was my favorite sort of like moment as a viewer watching this finale because, holy fuck. They did it. The closest thing I can think of, Doctor Who announcing that Karen Gillen and Arthur Darville are going to leave at the end of the year, and announcing that the next companion will be played by Jenna Coleman. And then the very first episode we see after oh, that announcement yeah, yeah. features Jenna Coleman, and you're like, what's happening? Yeah. What is going on? And then she's dead by the end of that episode, and you're like, no, what was that about, though? What like that? I remember that at the time being like that's really fucking smart. You played the announcements to your advantage in a way that if you weren't around for the time of the announcements, still works in the ongoing story. Yeah. Well, and this might too, but like if you were around in the age of those stories, I don't think
0: they stick the landing on that particular story. Well, no, but I mean, like if you if you were watching
1: it. If, say, if you were getting someone to talk to you now... Yeah. They'd still go up to that episode and go like, oh, who's that? Because when she pops back up in The Snowman, you'd be like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, that's still... like the, the mystery of Clara establishing it still kind of works, whereas, like, um, this is sort of the same thing. And I think, going forward, it would work even better, because if anyone then has knowledge of him in an upcoming movie in two years' time... What? Then they're going to be like, no. hang on, he was in this as well. Uh, so, yeah, let's, let's start at the beginning. Um... As one, tends
0: to draw. or do they start at the end? Good question.
1: Um, B15, 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 not to be confused with the uh, B52s, uh, who, Rap go ra- who go around the TVA taking everyone to different
0: variant versions of the love shack. Yeah, yeah. um, it's a little <laughs> slash big slash <laughs> old slash young place, little where you old can place, or yeah. cannot get together or come apart.
1: There is no can. There's only Kang. Um, so, B-15 uh, proves to the other sort of squad leader we've seen in the series, the grumpier guy, that uh, Ravona is also a variant. Like, definitely a variant, which is a really fun scene. Yeah. They arrive basically using, obviously, the tip-off Mobius given her, which is the pen. Yeah. Uh, from a specific, like, university... And a specific year—it's twenty eighteen. They go there, like they pursue B fifteen, and she's like, "Look, there's Ravona." It's like, "What are you doing in my office?" says teacher version of Ravona, yeah. and it's like, "Oh my god, this is this is either her before she's pruned, or just another version of her." I think
0: that's that's the prime.
1: Yeah, so it's like proof the she's the variant. Slayer, yeah. um, and it's and it's like great. I love how by the end of this, we still don't necessarily know what Ravona's role in everything was. Nope. Like whether or not she was aware of it aware of any grander scheme or whether or not she too is now like, I need answers. Yeah, because she just fucks off. Yeah, and that's all we see into of her.
0: portal and that's it.
1: Because she's totally going to bump into someone who has the answers but isn't the person who started it all in the first place. Oh no! And she's probably going to fall in love with this person and we're probably oh, going to no. get the comic book version of that relationship by the time Ant-Man rolls around. Because, uh, yeah, the, the, the crux of this one, the main drive of this and what made it entertaining for me was... The series started with people sat at tables talking. And it being really compelling. Exposition not made boring because you trusted the actors. And kind of did the TV thing of letting the audience's imagination paint the picture. Mm. While the characters just sort of provided words. And then we got a lot of visuals as the series went on. And a lot of spectacle. And then we ended with three people sat at a table... Talking about how it all fits together. Yeah. And I didn't hate that. No, not at all. I a lot of the internet did, like really did hate it, but I, I, I can't knock it. Well, it no, because it made I me think, very very happy. I
0: think it struck a fair balance between explaining what the fuck's been going on, mm-hmm. setting up where it's going, and giving that sort of actiony climaxy bit. Yeah. With the Sylvie and Loki fight and their some sort mm-hmm. of subsequent separation.
1: Yeah, and the kiss no one wanted. Uh, <laughs> but
0: everyone kind of wanted. I didn't hate it. Yeah. I am mean, not like, it's weird, mm. but I'm on board with it, kind of. Yeah. I think I'd
1: like to see, we've established this series that Loki is, like, omnisexual, but I would like to see other variants of Loki that aren't obvious males. Are you... Just to provide that kind of thing of are they only in love because she's the only girl Loki and we have to sell this to China? I know, because like, apparently
0: there's another girl Loki in the group of variants in the last episode.
1: True, they were Lokis. Yeah, that yeah, they were all Loki. So, Unless they were um, Mobius. <laughs> in which case, it was Mobius. Yeah, um,
0: <laughs> are you saying you wished you'd seen our Loki nosh off Richard E. Grant's Loki? No,
1: Alligator Loki. They had more chemistry
0: clock is a bit difficult to get your mouth around, though. Well, one of you finds it difficult to get your mouth well. around. The other one would have no problem
1: getting their mouth around anything. Wow. Well. Um, Quite. Still can't get over that <laughs> scream from episode five. so good. That was very good. <laughs> President Loki loses a hand and squeals for about 40 seconds. It's magical. Um, Loki and Sylvie were the main thread of this. Their encounter with Miss Minutes is great. That's so creepy. Yeah, I'm
0: glad they found things to do with Miss Minutes going forward.
1: Yeah. And and neat. for all we know, Miss Minutes isn't done yet.
0: No, she might be... She seems to be like the whatever computer he who remains. Because that's the misusing. thing. She
1: barters with them. Yeah. And basically like, you can have the lives you wanted. You could, you could live in the same time stream. He can make it possible. He can make it possible for you two to live out everything you want together, if that's what you want. It can happen. And they're like, no, we've come here, we're getting answers. And she's like, well, well, well you're lost. And then she vanishes. And then he who remains makes no sort of suggestion that that's what he would give them. He does. Well, no, because what he suggests is you've got two options. You either take my place or you kill me and everything goes to
0: shit. He does offer, him to, he does offer to put them back in the timeline before that. For sure? Yeah, okay, yeah. but
1: Okay, because I did wonder. I was like, and she seems... Down. She seems way more...
0: It's after they, it's after they turn here. him down, like...
1: Oh, and he's like, okay, he's like, here we go. Okay,
0: well, we've got to... This is, to think. But he also because knew th- they'd turn him down. Because that, yeah, it, yeah. that's it's, they turn him down before they get to the point where he crosses the threshold of not knowing what's going to happen next.
1: That was... And I say this in a series where Sophie DiMartino has been doing some incredible work. Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston have done some great work. We've had great one-off performances. The moment where because they don't because he doesn't explain it until after it's happened. Yeah. The moment where he who remains crosses the threshold of what he knows to be going to happen. Yeah. And not knowing what happens next, like, like finally getting to the last page of a millennia's long book, essentially. Yeah. And not knowing what's coming next. His performance in that moment where it just—it's a good thirty seconds or more where he just kind of stops talking, he stops himself, and the camera just slowly pans in, doesn't get close mm-hmm. enough, but just enough to kind of give you everything he's doing, and then really slowly pulls away, before he kind of goes, we're here, and and explains what's about to happen, on reflection that moment, is such a good performance from Jonathan Majors, yeah, oh my god, like you feel the weight of someone who's like, I've been here for hundreds of thousands of years, this was never my plan whatever happens next even if it's me dying is exciting because I don't know I don't know what it's going to be because I love that, that thing as well when he teleports away every time Sylvie tries to yeah. kill him is explained as like he's not teleporting he pre-programmed his, his um, temp tempad to do that because yeah. he knows she's going to try and stab him at those exact moments so he pre-programmed it To move out of the way. Yeah. It's like, that's... Wait. Huh? So it's not necessarily like he has infinite cosmic power. It's he has the next best thing. Yeah. Because the dude's got knowledge. And we get the backstory of what the TVA actually fecking is. Yeah. So, a long time ago. Mm -hmm. uh, What's his name? It's Nathan Richards, isn't it? Nathaniel Richards. Nathaniel Richards. Um, a scientist in the thirty first century on Earth.
0: No, no, they don't say his name in this.
1: I'm pretty sure they say Doctor, uh, like Doctor Richards or something nope. like that. Uh, I don't know why I thought that. They don't name him. <clears throat> I think it's. I co- oh, no, I think I've convinced myself they did because the first visual we see of him is him like just flat out lab coat, shirt,
0: tie. Yeah, and like they—they're they,
1: they're not making any weird sort of like here's this. They're like no, there's there's the dude. They
0: play with the Council of Reeds idea. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, that the, uh, the scientist from the thirty first century discovers a way to like, breach the, 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 the wall between realities yeah. and find other timelines other universes or the parallel worlds but of course around that same time in the majority of those parallel worlds the version of him in those worlds also cracked the code yeah. so they like ping each other and they meet and they share knowledge and it begins as what It seems to be this sort of very subtle, not too, not too, uh, sudden, like this gradual idea that they're going to help better each other's universes and fix the problems. Mm -hmm. But of course it ain't just the nice versions of him that discovered how to do this at the same time. Like there are others out there that, and we see him, we see him in the little like metal sculptures. Oh Yeah. Before we even get to that last shot of the series, we see one in the tunic with the collar and the distinct lining down the front. Oh, yeah. The big freaking boots up to his thighs. But no helmet, which I think is kind of nice. Save that stuff for later if you want to play with it. Um, we see one in particular who apparently is taking advantage of it all. So it's it's emergency scrapped. The timelines are all separated And then this guy, this version, elevates himself to a position with what he's done, what he's learned, where he is able to smash all the timelines into one perpetual form. And that's something that... that One of the visuals in this series confused me a few times, and I don't know if it's the same with any listeners, let me know. But I always was like, oh, so there's just one reality. But we know there isn't one reality, because in Avengers Endgame, we saw there isn't one reality, there's several. Yeah, that's what this is. That that loop, that circle, which we open the episode in, like inside of hearing all these different sound bites from stories we know and music we know and, you know, like proper important speeches and then some Kylie Minogue because why not? Um, inside that circle is basically like however many timelines there are, all just sort of lined up next to each other, doing a looped loop. That's what they are. They're just ongoing, running on course. So when the timeline branches. It's not necessarily the one timeline fucking up. Mm. It's... Like, that is not that is not one time leaking into another. That's, like, the walls of the structure between them yeah. breaking. Yeah. And as soon as the sacred timeline, which is basically a condom... Mm. <laughs> it's a condom around all the penises of time. Mm. If that condom breaks, the penises wiggle free and go all over the place and could sword fight with each other, is the point. So... He's like, I'm going to put them all in one constant state. I'm going to stuff them all into this giant Universal Johnny. And then... That's it. Problem is, I have to maintain it. And the easiest way for me to do that... Was to create... An organisation. Seems simple. Seems kind of cruel. Because we realise that... Not everyone who's pruned is just sent somewhere else. Mm. Like, they're killed. They're removed from the timeline. And erased. Um... The implication being that, you know, sometimes things are pruned and they fall into the void. But that's not what's meant to happen.
0: Oh, no, I think it, it, is, it is meant to fall into the void. It's just that's where Alioth lives.
1: Oh, God, yes. That's it. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So they are killed, but they're killed by being shoved there. And then Alioth uh, devours them. Mm. Um, Loki seem to appear in there more often than not. And that may have something to do with the fate that he's aware of. Yeah. Because he, he knew that no matter what, he would end up at that desk having a conversation with two Lokis. And they would be the person who he would then go, right, I don't know what the fuck happens next, but this is all going to be maintained. So, because yeah, that's the thing as well, he, he says that he found Elioth. Yeah. And he's like, oh shit, I need to bottle that and save reality from it. Mm. And then I need to put all the timelines in conjunction. Oh, I guess if something goes wrong, we'll send it to, yeah, we'll send it to Elioth to be devoured. Yeah. And that's, that's life. <laughs> like Basically. That's, that's how it's going to work. It's horrible, but it's the only way to, like, you know, the the needs of the menu, all that sort yeah. of stuff. Um, the, Loki sort of sees the sense in it, doesn't agree with it, but sees the sense in it, and Sylvie is just made more disgusted because at this point she's been looking for a big big bad guy to fight. She's been looking for the man behind the curtain. I mean they flat out say it as well in the last two episodes, the man behind the curtain.
0: Yeah, there's a yeah, there's
1: a lot of Oz. Going she wants on there. to punch the Wizard of Oz in his fucking face. Um Which leads to our conflict with them two. With like what their stand is and why they suddenly are facing off. Because as Loki puts it, like, you can't trust anyone. Like that that's Sylvie's problem. And I'm the least trustworthy person. Yeah, I can't be trusted. I can't be trusted. So of course it was going to come to this. Of course it was going to come to them both not seeing the same side of this argument and having to face off against one another. Yep. Uh, what happens if Sylvie and Loki take He Who Remains His Place and let him, presumably, just fuck off into any timeline he chooses and retire or have another life or
0: whatever? Or he could kill him. Doesn't matter which. As long as they take his place. As long as they take his place. Um, uh, they just run the TVA and keep things going. What happened instead? <laughs> well Sylvie and Loki do a big fight it's, it's old a good fight. fight it's a good mm. fight fight, 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 it's fight really fight. good
1: like close up hand to hand combat stuff yeah well. it's, it's
0: a nice like swashbuckle, 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 swashbuckle dialogue, 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 dialogue Betrayal swashbuckle, <laughs> swashbuckle, 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 swashbuckle dialogue, dialogue, dialogue smooch fuck off back to the TVA I'm going to kill this guy um, she uses Kang's Tempad pad
1: as well. Yes. Uh, sorry, He Who Remains a 10 pad, which he takes off, yeah. which is all like a. It's absolutely
0: going to be released by, um, by uh, like Hasbro like Collectibles Sidian, at some point. Yeah. yeah, it's like a. 70 really quid, it lights up. With these glowing, molten lines in it. Um, yeah, so. he. So Yeah, she nicks his tempad, sends Loki back to the TVA, and then kills He Who Remains. And yeah. he's all like, oh, see you soon. Here's my
1: remains. Or, yeah. Yeah. But the, yeah. that's creepy. Where he just sort of laughs to yeah. himself, and he's not being—he's not. Joining again, Jonathan Majors isn't playing It's like a moment. He's like, "Oh shit, um, okay." See you soon. Yeah, cause reincarnation, baby. Because he makes a point of that, doesn't he? Yeah. He's like, he's like, does he say that's a fact or that that's his belief? The idea is that when you pass on, you just start as another you in another reality. But what he's also implying yeah. is, if I'm dead, you can bet that the other versions of me who yes. want to do bad are monitoring well, this.
0: Well, it's, it's not even that they're monitoring it, it's just that the... The... Allowing the, t- the sacred timeline to branch will bring them back into existence. Or bring them mm. into existence for the first time. Yeah. Or bring them into existence again. Yeah. Or... Yeah, <laughs> it... it I, I, it's notable that the sacred timeline is a circle and not a line. Yes. Yeah. So... Yeah, there is that. It's cyclical. Yes. Um,
1: and and it's I mean, (laughs) in that one moment we get the setup of what could what's going to happen for next series, which is the sacred timeline's fucked. The TVA, as it now is, has its work cut out for it, and there's probably going to be another version of he who remains involved, like who's going to rock up and try and fuck with everybody.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: But it also seems to be setting up what's about to happen in several of the movies in a way that I don't yeah. think I don't think the movies will reflect on. But Not it's, directly. It's, it's the comic book logic well, of, oh, if you read that, you'll know it came from there, but you don't have to read that to enjoy this story. Doctor
0: Strange, Mike, because Doctor Strange is all about the multiverse of madness. True. And what have they just created?
1: Splintering multiverses. Well, yeah. Yeah. <sighs>
0: They just shattered the. They just shattered the walls between them. And what? What kind of things? What kind of stories did we get out of shattered multiverses? Uh, Kang stories. <laughs> what ifs?
1: True. Yes. Shit. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh God! Is this the start of what? We know, know Kang is going to be in in Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Mm-hmm. We know. Um, <laughs>
1: we know the multiverse is going to be explained or going explored be in depth in the Doctor Strange sequel and we think we know that the multiverse plays a part in, in the Spider-Man No movie. Way
0: Home. But we don't know
1: for sure. And I don't want it to. But, but it will because yeah, movie yeah. execs. And because Doctor Strange is in the Lego set they've released. So it's like, yeah.
0: You see it's flying around that um, apparently Tom Holland's been in negotiations for another uh, Spider-Man trilogy.
1: I don't hate that if it is still a Marvel Studios Disney Sony co-production. Yeah, yeah. And for, and furthermore, anyway. at least two of them are he's in New York and he's going to fight Criminal. Oh, I think and would Criminal and Peter's life problems will intertwine. I
0: think they just wanted to do something different with Spider Man scene as they have done two series. True. Um, but and also the Avengers film is kind of game given us that. Well. Yeah, well, I like, mean yeah. yeah, like, Spider-Man Two was what three years before Homecoming.
1: Yes, two years before Civil War with the reboot of him. Yeah, Jesus Christ.
0: So they, I can see why they wanted to get a bit, bit of distance. And I rewatched Homecoming recently, and it's really fucking good.
1: I love the last twenty five. Well, the uh, last however long f- from the cab ride to the prom, uh, the the car ride to the prom. The car ride's amazing. To the credits is yeah. just fucking spectacular. So I guess
0: you get a good chunk of like New York. I like the so f- fairy you know, and Ferry sequence. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. Um, so I can see why they took... Me. But Anyway, that's Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. It... Him being locked in the storage facility overnight is quite fun as
1: well. Yeah. That's, a, that's a very Spider-Man problem. It's a very like, fun All oh, the movie. superheroes would be like, you know, they get out or we see them like camp down for the night and that was the plan. Yeah. with Spidey it's oh, fuck. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> so I he's don't, just passing the time over the course of twelve hours, of being stuck in this warehouse.
0: I don't get why think, some people are so <laughs> down on homecoming. I think it's really fun.
1: Yeah, I see why. I see why pe- people have an issue with the MCU Spidey being bogged down in certain storylines. But because like, I have a few issues like that myself, but his movies aren't bad movies at all. No. Like nowhere, uh, uh, far from home, is everything I've ever wanted. A oh Spidey is taken out of New York, filmed to Spidey film to be. Yeah, tonally, absolutely works as a Spidey movie. It's very true to its characters and its ideas, Um, and I love the little nods as well of the whole like you know Thor used to be an ancient myth, now we study him in physics. Yeah, it's It's like that's a great idea. It's neat.
0: Also, (laughs) we just take a moment to appreciate Hannibal Barres. Oh God! And and the scene with the Captain America's fitness challenge. Yes. it's very good there's some great
1: comedic turns in both those movies actually yeah I mean just anything J.B. Smooth says in the second one yeah. is, is something that makes me very very happy
0: Or oh, from the first one
1: I couldn't bear to lose a student not again
0: yeah yes <laughs> this is so good
1: yes oh god <laughs> That's that'd be an interesting point if they do negotiate another trilogy it'd be a new director
0: yes because uh, John Moss is, Moss is going to... to do Fantastic Four Fantastic Four might, you don't want more Spidey? Don't need no more. Don't need no more. <laughs> so, although it, it would not surprise me if Spidey guest starred in uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah. In some fashion. I'm fine with that. I'm down with that. Because I think that's the reason why I'm... Give not, us a Peter I, and Johnny scene. The, the, the MCU Spider-Man stuff, I kind of like that it's, it's more intertwined with. Because <laughs> yeah. for, for me, like, Spidey is sort of the backbone of the Marvel Universe. Certainly, in terms of it as, company, of, as a company, as a as a, play, as, a sort of the, as a toy yeah. box. Yeah, because he was one of the first to come along, and he sort of interacted with everybody. Like everybody knows Spider-Man, and like yeah. he's mates uh, with the FF. And, like, he's his been first Avenger. issue, his very yeah.
1: first issue, he tries to apply to be in the Fantastic Four. Yeah,
0: because yeah. he's like, hey, I do
1: things cool. Look yeah. at me defying your security system. I'm great. Do you want to hire me? And they're like,
0: "Get out! You're he's, you're breaking into our home." He's palled around. You suck. He's palled around <laughs> slash butted heads with a lot of like the street level, uh, more di- gritty characters. Like, like he, he has a Punisher, decent relationship with Daredevil, but yeah, it plays for some fun um, tension as well. The only the only thing he's kind of like not really involved with is X Men.
1: Oh, he's had his moments. Though. Yeah, yeah, he's I mean, especially he's, in Ultimate. In Ultimate, they yeah, do they cross they do over in a quite a
0: bit in a in a touchy feely kind of way. Yeah, well, <laughs>
1: and in the case of the body swap storyline, yeah, in a very touchy feely kind of way. And
0: um, so there is that <laughs> kind <laughs> of thing going. You read that one? No, I, there's there's a two issue. I've done, but not for between sort of years. chunky arcs. There's a two
1: issue storyline. Wolverine and him body Where Wolverine and him. Peter body swap, and you find out that Jean um, did it as a prank on Logan to get payback for something. And sort of on Peter for annoying her in some way about something. Brilliant. But it it's it's like a really dumb sort of, oh my God, like what is I, happening it, storyline?
0: I, I remember it's not fondly regarded.
1: Well, it opens with, each issue opens with Brian Michael Bendis in caricature, like, bullying the, I think it's the script editor, because yeah. it was their pitch.
0: <laughs> and he
1: was like, I really needed two issues to put in this slot. I was kind of fumbling over what story to put in he suggested it if you hate it it's his fault yeah but i do love it at the end peter just goes off on the x-men he just does a massive like no fuck you mm-hmm. this is <laughs> fucking funny what do you think you were doing you're such you're a you're all fu-. and it's like censored. he's like you're all fucks basically it's like you're all fucks you're a bunch of fucking fucks it's just he's having a proper go because he's like i've been inside this hairy man for a whole day
0: this disgusting this
1: disgusting smell I will never forget what I smelt like it's yeah It's I enjoy it because it's dumb as fuck yeah. but they acknowledge that it's dumb as fuck um, um and, and like you say the MCU Spidey like has the opportunity to be this more yeah crossover going forward it would be nice I mean especially now we're about to be in a world with Ms. Marvel and you know uh, I, I, I can't remember which series but isn't America Chavez is like Confirmed as being in one of the Miss shows. America's gonna
0: turn up somewhere. I can't remember where
1: though. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, we've had Kid Loki. Rock. I mean, you could absolutely. Miles is inevitable.
0: Yeah, because if they end up doing the champions, or they'll do it with Miles. I think they'd. I think they'd probably start
1: it with Peter just so they could do it sooner. But if you're gonna do a Peter trilogy, not because Peter's an Avenger. Well, that's the thing. If you're gonna start a Peter trilogy. You've got to, um, you've got to establish Miles during that period, and just take it, take take your notes wholeheartedly from Insomniac's version. Well,
0: They've also teased Ma, they've teased Miles. Cause so
1: we've had Aaron. Yeah. Yeah, um, played by um, what's it. it? Charles Gambino himself. Yeah. Mm. Which, if they leave that dangling, then they're making a terrible mistake. Like, bring him the fuck back. I think he said yes to it because it was the whole thing of so I might be the prowler at some point. Okay. I think that's I'll what do I, it.
0: I think that's also what Kevin Feige was sort of mentioning when he talk, was talking about contracts and stuff recently. Like how they're not locking people into like big multi-picture contracts. They're just bringing people on. With the, like,
1: the notion of, hey,
0: there might be more for you later if you want yeah. it. Yeah. Because we would love to work with you and we think you would smash it. And then just hope that they're going to enjoy it enough to come back and do want to come back to do more stuff rather than be contractually obligated to Can it. we
1: have two prowlers? Can we have Hobby Brown and Aaron Davis, please? Prowlers no <laughs> <laughs> prowli um pra- <laughs>
0: um <laughs> the plural of Laura. Right. the prowl it's too fucking warm mate it um, is so bloody warm Loki so fucking then we Loki. get so then we get the final final tease hmm. of Loki returning to the TVA and catching up with Mobius and B-15 who don't remember him they just think he's from like the sorting office or something and then Kang statue,
1: yeah, which which doesn't they don't dwell on it. We don't really get Loki's reaction to Mobius not recognizing him because as Mobius begins to talk to him, his eyes lock on yeah. something out of frame, and then, like you say, we see like a seven story
0: tall statue of Kang. Well, it's replacing what were the timekeeper the statues timekeeper in statues. The version of TV. Yeah, yeah, freaking Kang, like
1: unmistakably the outfit of Kang the Conqueror. Which is interesting because earlier on, you know, he remains sort of has been called. He's been called many things. Yeah. And at first, you're like, "Oh, is he listing his names?" But it's like, no, he's probably just listing the names of the other versions of him that he's aware of. Like, yeah. you know, because he says something like, "He's like a tyrant, like Concord, a, tyrant, a conqueror. a conqueror," right. and you're like, "Oh," but he doesn't say anything specific. Yeah. Until
0: apart from he remains.
1: He's got kind of color scheme. He's in the greens and purples. He's wearing a Mortis costume. He's wearing an yeah, costume. it in costume.
0: Apart from the silly hat.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that'll be all guaranteed. Guaranteed when the assembled episode, uh, like, uh, documentary comes out behind the scenes, it's probably on a shelf behind him
0: somewhere. Yeah, probably. <laughs> They'll have thrown it in there. Like, yeah. fuck it, there it is. They've thrown everything else in.
1: And I like the idea that he's so on top of everything he's done that now he's just at the point where he just kind of wanders around his castle having a laugh. He probably spends all day reading, just like
0: he's probably gone mad from the isolation. Yeah,
1: and he plays that so well because this is not this is not the performance we're going to see in Quantum
0: Mania. I wouldn't have thought so. Because this, this is, is a Kang. different dude. Yeah, it's... it's and this is more of the Immortus mm. flavor than Kang. Do we get Ramatut at some
1: point? I hope so. I don't know if they're still... Eternals is going to be a story told throughout time. I if, feel they, like if they could if... encounter him in Egypt,
0: in ancient Egypt, I'd be very happy. It depends if they've decided whether or not Ramatut is Kang. Because they've sort of retconned it to be Kang and then retconned it to not be Kang. And then I'm so confused. That's
1: also true in this universe. They're not saying that he who remains is Kang in his future. It's one a Kang from different, of, yeah. yeah. So the way they might do it at the MCU is, our oh, different Kangs are from different timelines rather than his own personal timeline intersecting with itself. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've had that before, haven't we? We've had like, I mean, we're just trying to stop Kang and. That's Avengers Forever. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we're gonna get Jonathan Major squeezed into an Iron Lad costume. He's a little, uh, he's a little like
0: built for that, really. I mean. Squish him in. Paint him into it, maybe. You could lose, yeah. If you lose, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's an audience for that. He's not a, he's not an unattractive man. Let's put it that way. That's a fucking understatement. He's <laughs> fucking beautiful. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's he's a, so... he's a very good-looking man. Um, <laughs> it, it, the thing is it's weird because I'm like, are we
1: missing anything? But we're not really. No. And that's kind of the thing. That's kind of all it this finale is very. The stakes are high. The business was small. Yeah, not much happened. It's what's going to happen, and and the fact that we do get a mid credits tease that is out of universe and is just a it, it's it's a mid credits version of the line at the end of the credits that says James Bond will yeah. return. We get the a Avengers f- will return. Yeah, Loki will return in season two. Yeah, do you remember at the end of Infinity War? Where instead it said Thanos will return. Yeah. But it was like, you bastards. I
0: love it. You bastards. Absolutely love it.
1: Because that's something he's offered as well, isn't it, by Miss Minutes? Like you, you defeat you kill Thanos, yeah. you rule Asgard. Like what do you want, man? And I love that at the end Loki's personal this Loki's personal journey is by the end. He's offered by the guy in charge the opportunity to usurp him, dethrone him, kill him, and take his place and have that level of responsibility, yes, but power yeah. over everything. Something which this Loki, 48, 72 hours ago, standing there in New York watching the Chitauri yeah. fuck everything up, would have gone, yeah. At the start of this series was like, yeah, yeah all right. I want it. And now his main priority is he wants to make sure Sylvie is okay. That was all he gave a shit about. Mm. I just want to know you're going to be okay. And it's like romance plot playing or not playing. I really like that growth for that character. It, it's interesting. And it separates him from the Loki we've known. Yeah. Because know a lot of people are saying, oh, they're getting him back to sort of the Loki we know. And it's like, no, because the Loki we knew wasn't an out and out good guy.
0: No, he, he was, was getting still a, there. He was
1: still a bad guy, but he was on his way. Yeah. Like, he was a bad guy in Dark World. He was a bad guy between the events of Dark World and Ragnarok. He was a bad guy in Ragnarok. Yeah. And then he made a good call helping out at the end, but he still showboated. Like, your saviour has arrived. And all that <laughs> stuff. And then at the end, Thor's just like, do you know what? I'm going to give you a chance. And he's like, cheers, mate. And then Thanos arrives. Yeah. And the one good act he attempts to do fails it's what kills him it's what gets him yeah. killed so like yeah this, this this, this, is our chance to sort of see the, the 2010s take on Loki on screen really the one who goes for more of a I'm going to do some good yeah who eventually reverted to not that because we got to sell comics and readers will get confused uh, which probably means Loki in the comics is about to become a good guy again sometime soon
0: <laughs> wah, wah. You see,
1: uh, the Disney store have an exclusive Marvel Select release at the minute Oh. which is a Loki 2 pack uh, one of them's a static figure, annoyingly, and that's Kid Loki. Oh. So if you're based like flat out on the Young Avengers sort of design, so if yeah. you want that one, you can get that. But the main figure is him from like the Agents of uh, Asgard sort of. Oh yeah. Okay. Era. So he's got a bit of the fur collar. And yeah. He's got the long coat, but you can swap the arms out, so he's just like in the scaly shirt, and he's got the, the again. We don't want re- new readers to get confused, Ha, <laughs> New readers, uh, like film-style staff New that he had at that readers. point in the comics. Yeah. And it's, it's a good-looking set. And it's like, I can't wait to maybe visit a Disney store at some point in the next year. And When when are we getting our Loki <laughs> Marvel uh, Legends wave? We only have one currently in, as part of the Disney Plus wave. In fact, he's on the shelf just behind you. There is a Variant oh, Loki yeah, okay, chilling yeah, out on yeah. the yeah. shelf. Um, but they've already announced a separate release, Mobius... Uh, and Hasbro revealed last week a separate release, Sylvie. I would Um, like to get
0: B-15 and Renslayer as well. A
1: wave would be really cool. Yeah. I would love a wave. Uh, I'd rather those two be part of a wave so we could also get B-15, Renslayer, Uh, He Who Remains would be nice.
0: Yeah, with a little Miss Minutes.
1: Well, I'm thinking go classic. Yeah, Renslayer should have a little Miss Minutes. Yeah. Classic Loki, because of course. Yeah. And your Builder figure should be a fuck off big miss minutes.
0: All right, that's terrifying. L-
1: like how she appears, sort yeah. of like you know, uh, briefly, in, in the end of this one, where she's sort of like is in the middle of the hallway, and you're like, yeah. oh, that's big. Because um, yeah, I mean, why not? Like, why that or just a lot of click click into place clouds and making a life. Th- but no, no,
0: they're too busy doing the thirty two inch tall Galactus. Have you seen him? He's enormous. He's, oh, a, big he's boy. a beautiful
1: boy. So well, it's
0: basically the Marvel Legends version of that Unicron they did for Transformers. Yes, yeah. Is... This
1: is the I think this is the second Marvel Legends HasLab project. Yeah. The first one was a Sentinel, um, which is of a similar height, not quite as tall, but of a similar height a couple of years ago, and and they've done others like the Star Wars Black Series wave. They did one for it's the for, uh, The vintage Black Series. They did Star Jabba's barge yeah. and um, the Razor Crest. Oh uh, uh, yeah, and... oh yeah,
0: 'cause then everyone got upset. It was like, uh, oh, oh, doing the Razor Crest, uh, house and then it, it got blown up in the show, and now I've got this toy of something and blah, 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 blah. Fuck off.
1: <laughs> just like cool, cool, yeah. Uh, do you know how you've got a toy of like goodies and baddies that aren't yeah. around anymore? Same thing. Fucking shut did up. Did you burn all
0: your hand Solo toys after <laughs> the Fourth right Like,
1: did you just stick them in Krypton?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> open that because I just I just I want, to, I, want to, I want to put him with with miboba but i just sort of give him a proper space really um it also it also comes with a little stand so you can have it like floating on its back it's a clear stand um so uh that'd be nice uh yeah so the current one's galactus and it will be physically available to i think everyone who pitches money because the idea is it's a everyone's got it's gonna have fifteen thousand backers yeah for it to work because it's one of those where it's like yes it's hasbro but this won't sell enough for them to profit off of, yeah. it because it's so niche. Because it'll it was, be really
0: expensive. I think it was six hundred for Unicron, because he was so big. Yeah,
1: Galactus is going to retail, because everyone who everyone who puts in gets like a discount to buy it from them directly. Yeah. And then all the remaining units, of which there'd be like two thousand, would go out into the world, and it will retail at four hundred dollars. <laughs> He's big. He's bad. He murdered someone's dad he's he's huge um, (laughs) many dads across one world he's got leds in his chest and helmet he's got three swappable face plates you can have him all you know just sort of "Mm, i'm galactus all go i'm gonna crush it and marvel zombie style just like skull face yeah uh which is nice and he he's the first marvel legend from hasbro to come with fully articulated fingers i love an
0: articulated finger man
1: it reminded me, and I had to show pictures to Lucy, do you remember the Spider-Man 2 ultimate action yeah, figure? Yeah, that
0: sort of hyper fucking posable Spider-Man like, 2 thing. 18 yeah.
1: inches, my stepbrother had one, it was heavier than a small child. It was, because it was metal like framing oh, inside. Oh, it okay, yeah. It was fucking heavy. And its head was always just a little too small proportionally. It sort of had the proportions of a comic book Spider-Man rather than Maguire. Yeah. But it was his suit. It was great, and, and it's one of those where like I wanted it for years because I was like I was using action figures to help with frame of reference for illustrating. Yeah. Like even, I even if I wasn't po- even possible, if I wasn't posing yeah. them, having them nearby help, but yeah, imagine, imagine having that for reference. Oh my god! I mean, you'd, you'd drop and kill a cat, but it, you know. Yeah. Well,
0: you'd make sure you keep it secure. Just clean the get a heavy duty doll stand. Clean the cat guts off. Yeah. Use use its bones as use a as a, as a stand. Use its bones to make your bread. Speaking of bones, let's have a look at the emails. (laughs) Didn't even try. Did not even try. Don't need a try.
1: Don't need a try.
0: Um, Mostly, (laughs) we're getting some Black Widow correspondence. um, Yeah, so again, if you're listening
1: to this and you saw Loki, but you haven't seen Black Um, Widow, beware possible spoilers.
0: Yeah. Uh, This one comes in. That's the email music now. It's the email jingle. I like it. I like it. The e-mingle. This one comes in from James says, big damn boys. Oh, James, hi. Both Chris and Mr. Irresistible. Mr. Irresistible, thanks you for your salutation. Um, It's been a few weeks, but I am back. <laughs> Where have you been? Where have you been, James? Been nowhere. You got pruned. Ah, uh, Yeah. I really loved your anniversary episode. I watched it live and was constantly in stitches. Sounds painful. I'm glad we don't Um, have to uh, have American healthcare.
1: (laughs) The next line would be, here attached is the itemised bill.
0: (laughs) As one of my many emails episode stated, we need more Charlie. Charlie every week. Your reactions to my emails really made my year. And Charlie said my name. Uh, 100 years, Charlie. 100 Ah! years. uh, 20 seasons. 20 seasons of Charlie, Morty. 100 100 years. (laughs) www.100yearscharlie.com Um... (laughs) Anyway,
1: oh, oh! Here's our throwaway review of last week's Rick and Morty. It's fucking weird, wasn't it? Sperm. Anyway, carry on. <laughs>
0: I, I didn't get the hate, but a lot of people were like, "It's
1: crossed the line." Oh, I enjoyed it. It's
0: crossed the line. It's like ha- it, has it. It was
1: a non-stop, rapid-fire skit for twenty minutes. Yeah. It, it never paused to breathe. I don't think and it was, I appreciate. I don't that.
0: think it was as strong as the previous episode. Oh no! It was. It but was. It was. I it was think, a
1: series two, three version I of a, a it, of a Rick and Morty. People
0: reacted as if it crossed some barrier of good taste. And I'm like you're looking for a barrier of good taste you are watching the wrong show
1: morty has talked about his masturbatory habits yeah. since episode one if now you're freaking out because the sperm yeah. are large and monstrous if it makes you feel any better just pretend that they're doom eternal antagonists yeah, yeah.
0: i do i do think the uh and more keith david keith david was spectacular <laughs> absolutely <laughs> superb in that episode <laughs> the I think you're doing that bringing he... on sperm in here <laughs> <laughs>
1: and it ends with a giant incest baby in space. Just. Like, what is going on? Fucking hell. That's one continuity thing where I'm like, don't ever bring that up again, but I appreciate
0: how fucked up it got this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, um, <laughs> on to business. Boys, I have now seen the Fanny Longbottom movie. Assistant uh, just whispers in here. Uh, oh, sorry, apparently it was Black Widow. Yes. I have now yeah. seen Black Widow <laughs> twice, and I really like this movie. That's not to say it doesn't have its problems, though. Yeah, yeah.
1: Be careful um, what you say, by the way, because um, two Scarlett Johnsons, a Florence Pew Pew Pew, uh, a Taskmaster, and a completely inaccurate Red Guardian that looked like it was based on a flashback, but
0: definitely is. It is a completely inaccurate Red Guardian. Um, David Harbour deserves better.
1: Oh, there is a two pack coming with him and uh, Melina in. <laughs> Good, I'm glad we're getting him. And, and And the, the David Harbour in that one is slightly pudgier in build, has the marked out star, and has a
0: helmeted and non helmeted head with scruffy hair and beard. Oh, Lily Allen will be pleased.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> The family interactions for me were the best parts of the film. Harbour's self-obsessiveness. Finally, a you
1: that's as tall as me. Finally. <laughs> Fuck it, hell. She's tiny. self-obsessiveness. And he's very tall. I imagine he is definitely a big spoon. Sorry, Oh, I, I, I would have thought
0: so. <laughs> um, his relationship with uh, Whites' is Sharp and scientific and Melina I'm clearly injured, it was hilarious. And Florence pew, 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 pew has become someone I can't wait to see moving forward. Mm. Yeah, she's like...
1: She's I mean, breakout. she
0: she she was she's already a star material, but mm-hmm. like she's her ascent is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is this this
1: for her is probably what Spy, uh, what Civil War, but specifically Spider Man Homecoming was for Tom Holland. Yeah, like this is the. Oh she, yeah, they're they're sticking she'd, around. She'd
0: already, um, kind of made a name because you, did you see? Oh for sure. Him?
1: Yeah, yeah, but like what I mean is like the the as far as the mainstream popcorn flick that propels yeah, them because I mean Scarlett Johansson was around for. Donkey's Years, but yeah. it was it was only really probably I, in translation. Yeah, but I think was, I think Iron I Man think. two was the one that propelled her into the the casual movie goers like. Oh like she can
0: yeah, like she can headline a movie.
1: Yeah, like she was in plenty of films for that and doing yeah, great yeah. work. And obviously like you know, lost in Translation I mean for me, the first time I ever saw her in something was uh Eight Legged Freaks. Yeah, okay. Um, she she mentioned in an interview the other week doing Press for Black Widow that like her first sort of movie movie I think was um Home Alone 3. Oh, God. Which, of course, has now seen a surge in streams. Oh, Because people are like, wait, what? <laughs> a gone Home back. Alone 3. Well, that's the first question. And the wait until question they is...
0: find out about Home Alone 4.
1: That one's canon. That one's a sequel to 2. It's
0: canon, ladies and gentlemen. It's, wait, is it it's... 4
1: or 5, where like, the main kid is meant to be
0: Kevin I McAllister? Don't fucking... No, because one of them's like a reboot. Oh, That's Jesus. why These are Kevin McAllister in it. Uh, anyway, Jesus. But it's got a number in the sequel. Um Hilariously it's like Red Bond or, or Fast Furious. I think Furious. I think it's one of those that was a backdoor pilot.
1: Well, there's there is a show in development for Disney Plus. No. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sideways. Uh, anyway, I need to finish this email. Yes. Yeah. Um Florence, Pew Pew Pew! Ah, oh, we're back on track. Uh, hilariously, Red Guardian and Melinda seem to be restraining from throwing themselves at each other. He has a lot of energy. Yeah, that's true. Pretty... Uh, the opening Still credits fits. The opening <laughs> credits were great. <laughs> They felt sinister and scary. No, they're too fucking long, but I, I'm glad you liked
1: it. I love the visuals, but the song um, just took
0: me out of it. One moment that has stuck with me in particular is when they is when Melina contacts Elena and says, it's me, it's Mama, that really hit me in the heart place. Yeah, that's mm. true. My, my, my biggest problem was the villain. As a man,
1: <laughs> uh, maybe not
0: the best person to comment, but to me the messages of the film were really good, with the ideas of female mutilation and abuse being anything but subtle, yes. Mm. However, Drakov was barely in the film, When he was, I really enjoyed the performance, barely disguised, Cockney accident at all, all, (laughs) but I feel like we didn't really get to know his reasons why until an info dump at the end. I really liked Taskmaster. I did predict the reveal as soon as we saw the flashback, but that didn't detract from my enjoyment of the action. But I felt like Taskmaster didn't move the ideas forward, aside from Natasha's guilt. She was just there to be cool. I think that's a fair comment. Yeah. There's a version of this movie where Dracov and Taskmaster are one in the same, but that would probably detract from the control aspect of the film's message. Maybe if Taskmaster, leader of the Red Room itself, were under mind control. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm only a 21-year-old drama student. And there's nothing wrong with that. Be who you be. Um, I really love the music in this film. The men's chorus was so quintessentially Russian and oppressive. Yeah. was a lot of that very old-school vibe played to great effect. I do think it's something from the lack of a light motif for Nat- Natasha, not one that I could make out anyway. Yeah, the, the music for the Marvel films is very hit and miss. hmm uh, like, dis- in general,
1: distinct scores for me. It's like Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, the Avengers. Yeah. Because then that motif is a is a through line in the rest of his movies. The first Captain America. Oh yeah! Oh fuck! The um, first Avengers got a great score, um, mm-hmm. and and the Iron Man three suite at the end of Iron Man is still my favorite piece of music out of all these movies. Fair. Um, but it it's it's weird. It's ju- it's just the end credits suite. But it's like. Can that not have been his theme the entire time? Bam, 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 it's just like yeah,
0: You'd let's think, go. You? But no. The music for the shows been uh, shows have been way better
1: to be mm. fair. Oh, Loki's score this
0: week was amazing. fucking gorgeous. Um, Those post credits can be boiled down to. So don't forget to check out the Hawkeye on Disney Plus show, folks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm certain you've shared your thoughts already. However, here is the critical question: Who would win in a fight? The Irresistible Red Guardian, or the man who invented the concept, Mr. Irresistible. Listen, Mr. Irresistible has no beef with the Red Guardian. For that meat hunk of a man, he only has love.
1: I mean, Um, coincidentally right now, your beard is sort of trimmed in a very square way, and you are wearing a deep red colour with with grey pants for emphasis of... We swapped. Yeah. Uh, have a good mm, week, boys. Okay, okay. See you
0: next time to talk about the Sylvie show. From a big Russian boy who has just broken out of prison and has a lot of energy. I mean James. <laughs> uh, th- 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 just broken out of prison. I have a lot of energy. <laughs> this one comes in from Jack. Jack says, "Hello, big boy."
1: You would say that, Jack. In fact, I go so far as to say that's all you ever say. You're not wrong, though.
0: That's fair enough. You're not wrong. Uh, Right, so lots to cover here. Get the big brush. Friday, the 16th, was my birthday. Happy birthday for Friday. Happy birthday for the past. And we had lots to do over the course of three days. Three day birthday. Three days birthday. playtime. Well, starting (laughs) on Thursday, me and my wonderful girlfriend Chloe went to see Black Widow on the big screen. Glad it went there. Um, we very much enjoyed it, but felt that the action could have been a little less choppy in places, and the family scenes could have lasted a little bit longer. Hmm. It felt like Red Guardian and Melina turned on the red room over the course of that one dining room scene. Anyway, COVID-wise, it was a great experience. Believe it or not, we were two of only four people in the whole teatra. We practically had the place to ourselves that's impressive Ooh. um they are, i've been going to the one at the uh, this might mean nothing to you depending on where you are but i've been going to the one at the lowry on salford keys uh because it's it's like recliner seating so it's distanced anyway yeah and they're smaller capacity screens anyway so that's been since
1: that's they've been done nice. that like that is now my sort of idea i'm 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 on the verge. Virtu- you're listening odian I'm on the verge of cancelling my audio membership now because I'm just like. Oh, we
0: cancelled it as soon as the pandemic started. it yeah. closed, like we just got rid of it straight away.
1: I kept on going for a bit because they kept putting it on pause. Like every now and again, yeah. they'd, every now and again they'd stop and then they'd sort of take it one month and then they'd stop again because they'd stop, started, stop, started. Yeah, they just, um, as soon as it
0: was clear that the cinemas were going to be closed for a while, we were just like, yeah, cancel that.
1: But anyway, I'll, um, s- I'll see how I go now. Now that there's a bit more freedom of movement, like I might end up using it again because it's the most easily reachable for me on public transport. It's like one bus and I'm there. Yeah. So I might still use it. For a month, so see how I feel. But at the minute, I'm like the big damn movie dates. I think we should just trip out to view. Larry, and mate. Larry it, Larry, Larry, it, Larry it, son. Alright,
0: mate. And then we're um, going to the
1: I'm a Celebrity
0: experience next door. Fuck that. No, we're not gonna do that. Loki series finale. Kang, a conqueror, you say. <laughs> On Friday. Chill day, not much happened. But on Saturday we had a trip to London. We were going to go to Doctor Who Time Fracture and tickle Brian the use on his tentacle chin. However, this didn't happen due to water damage to the set, yes. so we're going later
1: in the month. Yeah. Boo. It's closed for a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. Instead, I picked a copy of Spider Man Miles Morales, and oh my, did I have fun with that game! Feels very different to the first, but still much of the same, which is great. I'm holding in my hands. He's holding in his hands. It's 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 Jack's copy of Miles Morales. It's not. It's not Jack's copy. Oh. It's your copy.
1: Okay, I'll just. I guess I'll just put this
0: down there. Put it. Open I'd, I'd it no, it's the latches out. No, no. There oh, we go. Go. there we go. Okay. Um, <laughs> out of some questions from my boys. Bring them on, you dirty sausage. We do not belong to you. But you can adopt a good one. Uh, why do people want Spider-Man No Way Home to be a Spider-Verse film? I know this is impossible to answer, and I really hope they <laughs> don't. Um, Aviarad... We'll probably try shoving Venom in again. I <laughs> uh, hope not, though. Still fits. <laughs> <laughs> never never did. Never fit.
1: Hey, um, his spider sense was tingling. Also, if you know what he's talking
0: about. Also, I've noticed that there's a large amount of people who absolutely love the amazing Spider-Man films. And mm-hmm. fair enough, but I still don't understand the standship when the direction it was gonna, going to look to me like a repeat of Maguire's third film. Yeah, kind of.
1: You just Aviaryad throwing. Well, no, because they were also going to force franchise into Sinister Six into it. Like because Drew Goddard was involved in that, which was the only thing about it that made me go, okay, if he's behind it, maybe yeah. he's got an idea. And then that went to shit, and then Netflix went, hey, we're making Marvel shows, and he went, Daredevil, please, yeah, <laughs> and then that was amazing. Yes, please <laughs> over here. Yeah, the amazing, the amazing Spidey is. Um... I see why it's got its fans. Same reason why the prequels like
0: really have their fans. There are people who grew up with that as their version. I think it's a great looking suit. Yeah. Like it's enough of the classic in there with its own flavour.
1: Oh, and then I mean the second one as well just nails it. The second one's the most comic accurate looking. Yeah. I think
0: I've got that here. Yeah, And it's... I like Andrew Garfield also. Like I do yeah. like Andrew Garfield.
1: There's there's amazing Spider-Man too. It's a suit. It's a very ah. skinny figure.
0: It's a nice uh, nice. I like Emma build. Stone. I like that they did the lizard. I thought the lizard was alright in yeah, the first one. Yeah I enjoyed him. Um, I didn't. Didn't love the design, but I like that he did him.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hate Electro. But I, now I sense of sort of realised that no, I love Jamie Fox. I hate that performance. That's. Though. I think that's yeah, why yeah. I gave it a pass at first. Because
0: like that performance is not mm. Jamie Fox's finest hour.
1: No. So that's the thing with me. i when I every time I hear, oh, Melina might be coming back, completely compromising, the character's journey in Spider Man Two. Oh, Jamie Foxx might be coming back. Cool, but, like, why? You know, it's... I'm just not... I think people want it because it's mostly... I mean, prove me wrong, dear listener, if you're, if you're sort of, you know, millennial or older, let me know if I'm wrong. I feel it's more of a Gen Z thing. I feel it's more younger viewers who have now grown up with nearly a decade of, oh, look, we're merging our franchises. yeah. And and I don't just mean, like, the MCU model. I mean, like, your Lego movies. Um, yeah. You know, TV shows like Once Upon a Time. Like, things like that where it's like, look, we are mushing all of our toys together in one thing. So I think it's almost a thing of, when's the next one? And I'm like, we kind of lose some every time we do this. Yeah. And one of the reasons I have no desire to seek out multi-doctor Big Finish audios is because I'm like, I remember when the Doctor meeting himself was a special occasion.
0: Yeah. It
1: happened, including a charity special, four times. It's like things, before before the show came back.
0: Things like the and
1: two of those were on well three of those were on anniversaries.
0: Like things like the Doctor Who Star Trek crossovers and things like that just like hold no appeal for me whatsoever.
1: I've read Anything. that I and mean, I, I do quite like it, but it is it's because it took me by surprise yeah. well, in, I in the same way that but like, I know what you mean it's yeah. like why do these things need to meet yeah. in the story they sort of address it as like it could, either one could be a fiction to the other Yeah. so it's like you can interpret it however the fuck you want and they've, they've
0: also done that, thing that, that the Transformers did a bunch of them yeah Ghostbusters, like Transformers, Ghostbusters and, uh, Transformers Back to the Future Transformers um,
1: and uh, what's, what the, what's the guys from X-Files the other off
0: Uh, transform. That was a uh, yeah. X-Files that was one. Thing. That was a. I know you did that with like X Files and all of their. Mm. Like, they, did it with, they did it with Transformers. They did it with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They did it with a couple of other things. Yeah. Um and um yeah. whatever like,
1: the words of syndrome, <laughs> when everyone is special, no one will be. No one will be. That, that's no the thing. It's just like, be. I the idea of doing a Spider-Man movie mashing up all the actors to me doesn't make me go. Yes, give me that! It makes me go, huh. I huh. think Spider-Verse the comic book worked because the majority of the characters in it were brand new characters and the story was about, like, let's see what we could do with the idea of an army of Spider-Man. Comic books? Spider-Verse the film is brilliant because it's a story about an African-American Hispanic teen suddenly being thrust this mantle of... Of that that comes with status and power and dreading that he's going to fuck it up and him learning to be himself and realise that he is enough that's why that film's special yeah. it's then got some really cool visuals and plays around with concepts that you're familiar with to surprise you Yeah, um, that's why it works just making that about three live action white guys kind of takes away what makes that movie special culturally yeah but it does replicate the spectacle of that movie. Yeah, which is what, what Avier very money big people on. are all about. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and you know, these movies are made by money people. It's just sometimes money people get it right.
1: I want to be proved um, wrong. I wanna
0: watch I would love to be proved wrong.
1: Oh, oh, I wanna watch No Way Home if it is that and go, Do you know what? You you, you got I me. Just,
0: I just want it to be good. Like I prefer things are good than not good. That's yeah. That's just where I stand. That's, that's, that's the thing. That's why um,
1: uh, after hearing loads of buzz about it, oh I spotted Dasda earlier for seven quid. New release was quite like, ooh. Um, and I'll pick it up later in the week. Uh, uh, Werewolves Within. Which has oh Which yeah. getting amazing reviews. Okay. Give that um, a look. As, as, as touted as basically like, hey, we found a video game movie adaptation that doesn't suck because the game it's based upon is very story heavy anyway. Yeah. And it's a VR game. So you can't fuck that, ex- that up because everyone's experience with it will be unique. Yeah. So here's a version where we have a lead character who's going through that story that you could watch. it's like, okay, plus it's the directorial debut of Josh Rubin, uh, who most folks might know as a very big contributor from the mid-2000s to sort of the mid-to-late 2010s to college humour. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Fucking incredible comedy writer and performer. Yeah. Uh, And in all of his interviews since this has been coming out and people asking him about it and it debuting like a number one on the chart on Amazon last week and stuff in the States... People are saying, to so what do you want to do next? And he's like, Dark man. Um yeah. but, I, but I, I don't want to remake it. I want to reboot it. And I want Raimi's blessing. And he just keeps mentioning it now. Every time it's mentioned, he's like, Cool, just sharing this article again. Yeah. Can I have a chat with Sam Raimi and ask please. him to reboot? Who's, please, got, who's got Dark Man? Can I can I do it? Who's got please? his number? Uh and I'm like, I would I will give it to him. I won't even watch Werewolves Werewolves within and go. Based on this, I would give you this property. i just watched the sketches in College Humor where he plays George R.R. Martin and go, you're fucking great. Yeah. You can direct this movie. You can have this. <laughs> um, <laughs> that one where he's explaining how the series is going to end and everyone's going to get fucking murdered. Everyone yeah. you like because he hates you. Yeah, Your sorrow is my playground. Your tears are
0: the fountain I frolic in. And now George R.R. Martin's sorrow is our playground because a little uh, anyway uh, have, you seen, have you seen him spilling the TV no I, I need to continue on with this email Christopher Jack listen stop taking me on tangents George R.R. R. Martin
1: right recently made it clear that he also was very disappointed with the end of the TV show yeah I'll bet he was
0: <laughs> um, so hurry up and write the real ending George uh, anyway Jack goes on to say I found myself looking for comic books but don't know where to start one ah. of these again I haven't read comics <laughs> since my early teens we some off one of these shelves <laughs> with the astonishing Spider-Man line hey is there me good... too that was my gateway oh god After is the there any know. good starting points or full stories you could recommend from Black Widow Spider-Man Doctor Who or any from upcoming MCU films like Shang-Chi or The Eternals also how do you get through stories that are good but have art that you don't like
1: oh that's a great question Well, pen, put a pin in that uh, Eternals, um, your one-stop, Neil, Gaiman, Neil Gaiman's Eternals. Neil Gaiman
0: and uh, John Romita Jr.'s Eternals. It's in a,
1: it's in a trade. Yep. UK Panini it's Publishing House have reprinted
0: with... it a bunch of times, so it should be
1: available. Uh, just so, And I think it's called... I've got it there. Yeah, it, it's... it's uh, no, hang on. It's just it's same Eternals 10. by Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, my copy over there is, is the print from the 2000s, and it says Neil Gaiman's Eternals. Yeah. Because they wanted to sell it, and Neil Gaiman was a hot author at the time, so... But yeah, Neil Gaiman's eternals. Um uh,
0: Shang-Chi, he's not really had a good run. For since, a long time, yeah. yeah. but he, he, he's, he's a, a great title for a long time. He's an
1: amazing guest. Yeah. He pops up in other people's stuff. pops up in all sorts of stuff here and there. So if you've got Marvel Unlimited, seek out the Domino comic, the Domino series, yeah. where he guested a few issues, where we learn that Gail <laughs> Simone wrote, wrote that, and we learn, amongst many other things in that series about Domino, that her type is, like, six foot two and above really broad dudes. Um, so she has a party and at it she's invited, like, Colossus and Cable yeah. and Warpath. And one of her friends is like, you're so obvious. Yeah. You're so obvious. But her exception is Shang-Chi. Yeah. Who she apparently had a poster of on her wall growing up. Brilliant. That she used... For inspiration, unquote. I bet she did. And at one point, she seeks him out, and he trains her, and she's spending the whole thing being like, "I have to concentrate, but I also really want to go back to my bunk and masturbate right now (laughs) because he's here, and it's the most hot I've ever felt in my life." Um, Okay. And Shang Chi is written brilliantly in that, but it's just that extra layer of like you're watching someone fangirl over him, which sets up brilliantly how much of a legacy that that character did have. Yeah. And that was sort of forgotten because writers went, "This is kind of problematic." Yes. It's like, it doesn't have to be. You can make it better, but they took a while well, to get. That, around Yeah, to that's
0: one. kind of why there hasn't been a really good Shang Chi run, really uh, yeah. solo one. Um, Black, Black Widow, Widow, not sure. The Marvel, the the
1: the Marvel now or Marvel All New All Different
0: uh, number Widow ones. Stuff.
1: Yeah, I followed the. I think it was the All New All Different one.
0: Is that the one that Phil Noto drew.
1: Yes, and it has those beautiful covers that are, like Phil Noto's consistent... a great artist. Yeah. yeah, that one as the Black Look for Phil Noto Black Widow. Um, that run is great. If you, especially if you enjoyed the Winter Soldier, the, the film, it's that kind of level of just like intrigue and, yeah. and and espionage stuff in the Marvel universe. It's it's really, really good, uh, and he also gives her a mole, which I know is a really weird statement to make, but like you never really see blemishes on the characters.
0: He does like to do like beauty spots and moles with some yeah. of those characters, just to give him a bit of. A bit of oh life. yeah, people have these things. Why are we not drawing well, them? He did a great series of like images that were like, but also like historical f- photos of yes. various Marvel characters, yeah. like people at the FF's wedding and things like that. And just like candid shots of um, God, like yeah. various characters. They were great. Um, he's so, a great artist. Still not a Black Widow. It was a good one. Spider-Man, tough. Uh,
1: if you're looking to try something, I think we said this before. If you're looking to try some, uh, with the potential of carrying on, and you don't mind references to like early two thousands movies, uh, pick up Ultimate Spider-Man Volume yeah. One or Ultimate Spider-Man Ultimate uh, Ultimate Spider-Man Ultimate Collection Volume One. Uh, starting with, make sure you check. Make sure you're starting with uh, Peter Parker, the 2000, 2001 stories. Yeah. Because if you enjoy it, you're in for one hell of a ride. Um, which will eventually culminate in you getting a new main character who we've already talked about. Yeah. Uh, whose video game you may or may not have been playing.
0: So yeah, there's that. If you want to jump on six one six Peter, then you've basically got like four main jumping on points for recent Spider. Mm. J J Michael Straczynski. Um, What's the first JMS? It's uh, blah, blah, blah. it's behind Shang Chi on my shelf. Just ironically, get, just get the. Com- <laughs> it's behind him. Just get the complete coming um, home. Yeah, coming home is the first one, but you can probably get it as like a complete collection or something easier. Uh, so, and, so Spider Man by J by J Straczynski mm. or uh, Big uh, Big Time Dan Slott. I would say Brand New Day. Um, is a decent jumping on point.
1: It is, and I do like it a lot. Then, but... then big, t- then big mm. time. Yeah.
0: If you if you if you just want to jump onto the dance Slott only stuff. Yeah. Uh, or alternatively, if you want to go to the more recent stuff, then you jump onto the Nick Spencer. Yeah, stuff.
1: If you're looking for a one-off, uh Spider-Man Blue, yeah. Is a really good one-off story. Um yeah. and especially if your sort of introduction to Spidey's been through the movies and you know your Gwen's and your Mary Jane's like yeah. you will learn a lot about Gwen and Peter's relationships in this book and it's it, it's beautifully done. It's the team it's Jeff Loeb and um Tim Sale, isn't it? Yeah. It's the team behind uh, Batman the Long Halloween.
0: But they, they did the Colors series for Marvel so they did Spider Man Blue, Daredevil Yellow, Hulk Gray, Yeah, I've not read White. Yellow.
1: I've not read that one either. I've, I've read Gray. Only I've read Gray and got Blue. Finished, yeah. Yeah. Um, Which are again beautiful, book. Hulk Gray is one of my favourite like one off Marvel books. Mm. It it's it's beautiful. Uh, Doctor Who comics. Hmm. Um. That is tough. My, if you're looking for a one off. Um, uh. Weapons of Past Destruction. Ninth Doctor Volume 1. Because it is a mini-series. It's a five-issue arc. Yeah. And it was meant to be a mini, and then it did well, so it became an ongoing for a couple years after. So if you want more, there is more after that. Yeah. But that's a really nice, tight, one-off story uh, written by uh, Kevin Scott um, and illustrated uh, half-and-half by Blair Shedd and Rachel Stott. Um, Other than that, I'd recommend probably... Uh, grab some Eleventh Doctor IDW stuff mm. because it's not long. It's like a couple years that it ran before Titan got the license, but it's really fun, and it's 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 a lot of what you a lot of what worked about the Doctor Amy and Rory era is captured really nicely in those books. Good. More um, I mean, well, if you can get hold of any like old school Marvel style reprints of of you know sixth
0: or seventh Doctor stuff. Power to you. That's that's quite good for too. Doctor stuff. Oh yeah.
1: Ooh, that cover is
0: turning into like a werewolf mm. Ooh, that's freaky mm. yeah. um, the the sick doctor stuff that Grant Morrison wrote a few stories for that kind of thing mm. yeah good times anyway um, anyway Doctor Who it's time for Matt and Chris who on the Who fans look to the answer Doctor Who questions we're going to
1: do that thing that you don't like want us to not do but we're going to not do it even though we're doing it
0: what that was my theme because that does that work no think uh, we'll get any news at Comic Con uh, maybe yeah. If
1: if there's any justice, we should
0: we should get an air date. Even
1: if it's a teaser trailer,
0: teaser trailer, maybe an air date. Yeah, I'd like an air date. It, it's about um, it's about fucking
1: time. That was remember the tagline of series eleven was it's about time. It's about That's time. That's about fucking time. Yeah. Like, Come on! You've been on the cover of your own official magazine, your current version, once in a year. Like let's get something out, please. Uh,
0: excited by some of the set photos I've seen, but still unsure on Mister John Bishop. But can't judge until I've seen the show, of course. Mm-hmm, uh, same. <laughs> if only the rest of the internet was so uh, patient. Yeah, thank uh, you. Do Do you think we'll actually get a decent ad campaign this series? No. No. Uh, where do you think? The, where do you hope the timeless children's story will go? Somewhere. I hope. Uh, it, I really I hope it. If it does
1: go somewhere, it doesn't
0: go somewhere this series.
1: Yeah. And they make you want it and every reveal that comes out of it is gradual, is a dribble, and something that makes even naysayers go,
0: all right, I'm listening. Mm. So, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I really hope they don't do a Rise of Skywalker by doing a 180 and ignoring it. I didn't like the revelation Mm. at first. I thought it was shit, to be honest, but since I've grown to accept (laughs) and even warm to it, I think a lot of people will be swayed by how Series 13 handles it. I still find it odd that a scrapped idea from McCoy's plan Series 27 was resurrected how it was. It's happened before, of course, but not to this extent. On the topic of McCoy, I've been watching some interviews with him during his time as the Doctor, and it's a real shame that almost all the presenters really don't take him seriously. And I find it quite sad when he tries to explain how Series Twenty Six was going in a new, bold direction, and his Doctor was much darker and less clownish. Mm. Yeah.
1: I mean, we know we know in hind with hindsight, like a lot of people who were there at the time and not there at the time can all now watch like that last series and go, "This is really good." Yeah. Like this is really good, and I would like to see more. I, I would like to subscribe to your newsletter, please. And you can
0: you can draw the line between Survival and Rose. Yeah. Over like what, fifteen years? Yeah. Twenty years. Yeah. So it's there.
1: It is. I mean, Christ, just the set... Take out the Seventh Doctor and Eggs, replace them with the Ninth Doctor and Rose. Yeah. And it, it works. Yeah. It's it's yeah it's Bob on. Um. He's also brilliant. He's great. He in is the brilliant. Role. Like his first series is the one where tonally they kind of cock up
0: what they should be doing because, well, but they got, then he has those moments they got someone who can clown and they just made him clown they didn't actually push him and yeah. then when they actually gave him some more stuff to work with he was great yeah and then they cancelled the show yeah <laughs> uh, anywho I'm off to celebrate freedom day and stay indoors because I really want to give that <laughs> tickle in two weeks instead of being in lockdown <laughs> bye <laughs> goodbye my dear sorry for the long email again don't uh, apologise it's only as long as it is because Chris won't shut up that's true you're only as long as the woman just you feel as, as probably, this, minute, this should I have go. been a 35 minute podcast
1: <laughs> it should have been I think at one point I just sort of gave into the
0: moistness I'm just like I'm so damp but this this not in fun this way. is
1: my neutral temperature now so when we leave this room surely in comparison we we'll like
0: oh the world is cold I am I think I've melted into your chair so I'd like that if Did I can free myself then you'll be able to uh, <laughs> get in touch with us at, at gmail.com or tweet us at damn if I can get over to my streaming setup without melting into a puddle of goo... That's true. Um, then you'll be able to watch me Twitch twitch.tv forward slash big damn stream. We might try and finish beyond... Uh, not beyond. Uh, <laughs> Detroit Become Human. Dom, uh,
1: Someone was asking me the other day, what is it you're playing? I was like, I think it's Deus Ex. Uh,
0: it's Demon really Human Revolution. I wish it was. But it's
1: because they've all got these titles that are so yeah. fucking similar.
0: I could, play, I could play Human Revolution. Anyway. <laughs> um, and then... Of course, if you want to support us a little bit, you can do that by going to patreon.com forward slash big damn cast. Keeps the lights on. I have to get out of this room. Mm. Goodbye, all. Good. Goodbye, my dear. Good luck
1: unfastening the manacle. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, it was made of ice and stuff.